All right. Hi, everyone. It's Obi Abuchi here with the Leading From Your Core podcast and vodcast. This show is dedicated to helping leaders all around the world discover leadership wisdom, stories, and insights that will enable you to tap into the power of leading from the inside out. And I'm delighted to welcome on the show all the way from Helsinki, Mario Hellman. And Mario is a highly sought after CEO and international executive communications coach with a passion for transforming high-performing executives into influential leaders through magnetic communication. And we're going to be talking about that on the show today. Uh, she works with clients all around the world, some of the big tech companies, banks, government agencies, and I am really excited about what she'll be sharing just some powerful insights that will make an incredible difference to your communication as a leader. So um, to our listeners and viewers, enjoy listening. And Mario, so great to have you on the show. Well, thank you so much. It's so great to be on the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. No, you're welcome. And uh, we had a chance before the show just talking about some of your experiences and, and your journey but let's bring the listeners and viewers into it just tell us your journey how did you get into becoming an executive communications coach what's the story behind uh, that journey the story started no 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 i'm not going to go all the way back to when i was two. <laughs> once upon a time <laughs> once upon a time a baby girl was born <laughs> yeah. no 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 um well, as, as always, there's always, a, you know, your story, but I'm, I'm trying to cut it short. Um, what I wanted to do when I was a teenager and, um, you know, what I wanted to explore was, you know, how to basically how to use performance and, and acting and music and, um, you know, everything expressive as a kind of like an expression of who I was. So I was mm. really interested in in theater and acting and you know you know being on stage so that's kind of like the basis of you know how everything started you know I've been acting and dancing and all, all sorts of things ever since I was that little girl <laughs> you <laughs> and, that little yeah girl. exactly so I can picture you know, it right now <laughs> yeah and then you know I was like okay so what, what am I going to study after high school I decided you know of course it's going to be theater it's good, of course it's going to be acting but then I also had this dream that I wanted, I wanted to live in London. And, you know, I was in a small town in, in, in Finland. So, you know, I was like, well, I'm going to live in London. So, of course, I moved to London. And that day when I got my, you know, I was graduated from, from high school, I decided to, I'm actually, you know, that's the day when I'm moving to London. So I did. And, um, and I went to uni in London and um and and decided to yeah i'm, I'm gonna study acting theater i'm gonna be an actor but then during uni i actually realized that um although i really loved it i had this kind of little voice in my head saying that uh, maybe this is a really good it's a good hobby and it's something that i love doing but actually as a profession maybe it's not for me so I decided to listen to that little voice in my inside inside of me and in my head and um, decided to change direction. But of course, you know, the passion for the stage that that stayed. But I had some friends who worked on television and radio and um, 
um, were journalists. So they were like, hey, you should, you know, jump on this side. <laughs> You'd be a really good journalist. You love, you're curious, you love asking questions. And, wow. and uh, you know, so it may, maybe start doing this. So a very smooth transition from the stage to TV journalism. Um, of course, there were some steps, but I'm not going to go into that now. But but yeah, so I ended up ended up working in the news as a news broadcaster and um, and uh, in entertainment news as well. Um, and then you know, um, I, I think it was like maybe eight, 2008 nine somewhere around there when my mailbox started filling up with press releases from communications agencies. And I was like, what on earth is an agency? What is a communications agency? <laughs> Never heard of such a thing. It was like a new thing in Finland, you know, communications agency. So I Googled one up and I was like, oh my God, that's so interesting. They can combine journalism, you know, communications, uh, performance, um, you know, meeting interesting clients, working with big clients. That's for me. So I, I called one up and I said, hey, I'm coming to work for you. And they were like, yeah, sure. So, oh, you know, wow. from the stage to TV journalism to communications agencies. And then I stayed in communications agencies. I set up a couple of agencies um, before, you know, I started my own company. But um, in the last official agency role that I had, I was a client director, account director or something like that. So that was a kind of like a leadership role. But I wasn't completely happy. And I was doing so many wrong things. I think we're probably going to talk about that a bit later, you know, about my failures and successes and all that. But, you know, um, I ended up not being happy in that role. And, uh, and I realized that I had been doing kind of like the wrong things for many years. I had completely forgotten about my passion for the stage, wow. my passion for asking questions, and I had just followed someone else's advice on like, hey, what is the next smart thing to do? Of course, you want a leadership role. So, and it wasn't completely what I wanted, but it was like the thing to do that you're supposed to want after, you know, having successes as a, you know, I created very you know, influential campaigns for my clients, like winning international awards, communications awards. So the thing to do is to, you know, want to be in a leadership role but I wasn't happy. So then um, I um, had a burnout and I decided I have to, you know, I have to really look inside. I have to find my inner voice again. What is it saying? And, um, and it said, you know, you have forgotten who you are. And I wrote down in my notebook, I love notebooks. <laughs> so <laughs> I have one here. I always have one somewhere, you know. <laughs> so I wrote down, um, you know, what's just pre-writing, what's coming out. And um, a few days later, I started circling the words that came up all the time. And mm -hmm. it was, um, you know, helping, inspiring. You know, what I love doing was, you know, helping clients really in a concrete way, um, listening. Um, um, I loved speaking. Uh, engaging people, you know, things like that. And, and then I realized, oh my God, these are all the things that I love doing in theater, you know, um, and as a journalist. So what is the thing that connects all these dots? Communications, journalism, 
stage. And I realized, oh my God, I can start coaching. You know, all this experience that I have, it's so valuable to so many people. So why don't I create my own way of, you know, how to combine these things? So yes, that's what I did. (laughs) So I became a coach. That's how I became a coach. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Thank you. And, and there's so much to unpack there. But from <laughs> from the stage to journalism to comms agencies and then to coaching. And what's really interesting, and thank you so much for just sharing honestly about your story as well. There's I came across a saying many years ago: when we lose our why, we lose our way. Yeah. And you, there was a a passion for performing, for speaking, for connecting, and and that inner voice, you trusted that inner voice early on to say, I've got these strengths, but I don't necessarily want to use them as as an actress. I I want to connect with people. I, I want to communicate and and then along the way, things got lost and it yeah. sounds like it got buried. And, and then that results in burnout because you're not living in alignment with who you truly are and your purpose and your reason for being, so to speak. And rediscovering that draws on all of those incredible insights, but really bringing together uh, who you are and what you're passionate about. So, so that is that is incredible. Um, thank you for for sharing that. I think there's a lot that people can take away just from that. The importance of being true to yourself and trusting that inner voice. And and I, I'm curious because I've got some assumptions in my mind already, but I'd love to hear from you. First of all, you. One of the things that you're really big on is magnetic communication and I'd love you to just unpack that for us a bit what is it what's the impact it has as a leader and how do you how do you really draw on what what do you draw on as a leader to uh, be a a magnetic communicator so I've thrown a few questions (laughs) just to start here just unpack magnetic communication for us please Mm. Well, magnetic communication is actually, uh, it came up when I started connecting the dots again. Mm. Um, I had been coaching for a couple of years Mm -hmm. and um, I realized that, you know, so much of communications training and communications coaching is about technique. Mm -hmm. How do I stand? How do I speak? Do I move? Do I not move? Where do I put my hands? Uh, what is a, you know, what is a powerful position and, and all of that? And I was like, that's a bit lame. <laughs> you know, I, not to say that it's it's lame. It's very important. You know, technique's very important. But that's a thin layer on the top. You know, communication is so much more than technique. If we look at some studies, over 70% of all communication is something else than words you know mm-hmm. so it's about it's about the presence it's about the tone of voice it's about connection mm-hmm. um it's about so much more you know how you you carry yourself everything and what comes out of your voice when you know, or, or from you when you're not even saying anything mm. so um i realized that something is missing you know 
I can't just teach people how to be like on the stage, but you know, how to be themselves, what's inside, um, what is the, the authentic self that wants to come out, but we just don't have the courage to, to bring it up. So I created Magnetic Executive Coaching because I wanted to connect the dots between leadership, like what, where is leadership going? You know, what is the next leadership? What skills do leaders need going forward? Um, so go, connecting leadership, connecting uh, communication. Uh, what is that kind of powerful, impactful communications that the leaders need? And also of, you know, that inner voice, like connecting the dot between these and, and your inner voice, your inner being. So that's uh, magnetic communication, so to speak. Um, it's about having that kind of presence and uh, being true to yourself, being very authentic, that people want to follow you. You know, there's a difference between being a boss <laughs> and mm -hmm. being a leader. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a leader, magnetic leader, is actually someone who people want to follow instead of, you know, the, the traditional kind of I'm a boss and I make people follow me. Yeah. I force yeah. people follow me. So there's, yeah. there's a big difference. So I work with people who want to be magnetic leaders that people actually want to follow them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And th this resonates with a big message of mine that is, just the, the power of leading from the inside out. When you are relying on just merely position and, hey, I'm the boss and I tell you what to do, you're relying on something external. Yes. And yet what you're touching in, and I really love the, the alignment of those three pieces, the leadership, the communication, and the, the inner voice, the knowing who you are, that's that's incredibly powerful um and that can be missing for a lot of leaders to listen to that inner voice and it takes a lot of awareness i'm curious in your experience with the leaders that you coach what do you see as some of the biggest barriers to listening paying attention to being aware of the the inner voice I think so many leaders are so, you know, they're like company people. You know. <laughs> <laughs> this is my, you know, this is what we offer. You know. mm -hmm. This is the, um, you know, this is how we do things. Mm -hmm. um, this is how great leader I am or whatever. It's about them when you should be more concerned about others, you know, mm -hmm. your clients, mm -hmm. your audience. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think the first obstacle is to to actually make them realize that no one really gives gives a you know <laughs> I don't know if you can say the word here but you know no one really cares about you that much unless you know unless you are an answer to a problem mm. unless you actually know how to solve a problem some mm. kind of a problem for this client or for the, for this audience and when you're actually concentrating on them instead of you know, just being me, 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 me. And that's the key for all successful communication or, and leadership as well. If it's about you, you know, it's not very magnetic and it's not very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's about the other people, 
and you're really concerned about them and them, their well-being and then you know answering their problems or or whatever then that's exciting that's something that now I want to listen to you you know mm. you actually care about me that's, mm. that's how I feel you're connecting with me I I feel that you care about me but if it's just about you 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 blah so these are the first obstacles you know start you know stop paying so much attention on on yourself and direct your attention to and your energy to the other person and that's this is the, the first thing you know they're like uh, so how do i do it mm. uh, so then first you probably have to change your let's let's see for example a, a typical company presentation mm-hmm. you know what is it this is the company this is the growth we have had in in the, in the last few years. We are amazing, you know. This, you know, we work with these and these clients. When it should be like, hey, we actually we've done some work and we know what your problem is and where where your business is going and and we are actually that we have this. We, we know your problem mm-hmm. and let's let's work on that together and then you can succeed and blah blah blah. So you turn your attention to them. Um, so that first obstacle is actually the company presentations and how they describe themselves and and it's very top level and it's not very deep so instead of going on about how great you are you you, st- you have to take a step back and see like hmm what is actually interesting what is interesting to that other person what is about my story something that really clicks and they can say hey i i know I, i've had that problem i know where that person is coming from and then you have to go kind of like deeper. You don't just say the the things that you think that people want to hear, but you actually go a lot deeper and you think, okay, can I reveal something about myself? Can I have the courage to reveal, to be a bit vulnerable um, and authentic and say something that actually is meaningful to these people? And that's hard. You know, if you've spent a lifetime speaking from your head instead of speaking from your heart that's where most people stop and most leaders stop they don't want to go there but if you go there that's when you can become magnetic and that's when you know it's 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 greatness that's where you truly become a great leader instead of just being that boss I just had shivers down my spine as as you as you went there with what, what where do you have to go to where do you have to go to as a leader in order to be really magnetic and the the it feels like there is a and I I see this all the time right as as you move up the leadership ladder within an organization it comes with privileges it comes with accolades it comes with recognition and the challenge is that your ego grows as well right hey look at me i'm all of that and and so much more and therefore i i want to focus on that and i want to protect that as well and that that's something that i see that there's my ego wants to protect that look at what i have done and yet what you're saying feels it's almost counterintuitive it's it's well the more you acquire that the, the greater impact you want to have you've got to 
hold loosely to all of these things and, and certainly to your ego and really become even more and more focused on others, more and more centered on others, more and more willing to be vulnerable and, and honest and, and open. And, and that is, that feels like a, a I, well, I see it, I, I see it. It's a real struggle and attention for, for leaders. And yet I, I just felt the power of the impact because it sounds like what you're describing is if you can really be human, if you can really be human, boy, you will uh, connect as, as a leader. Exactly. Right. And I love that. Um, I sometimes say, be more human. Mm. I actually say that to my clients because I'm like, you're like a robot. You know, nobody cares about a robot unless you are there to see your robots, unless you're in a, you know, in a AI, you know. I'm not here to see and follow a robot. So being more human, that's all there is. I mean, now going forward, I like to talk about next-gen leadership and, and, and leadership 3.0. Um, when, and it's actually started, you know, we all know what happened during the pandemic and, and people, you know, everything's changed. Basically everything mm -hmm. changed. And we still, it's probably never gonna go back to normal. Mm -hmm. um, so everything changed in, in a working environment and, and leadership changed, but we just haven't realized it yet. Leadership had to had to change, but we haven't really evolved <laughs> as mm. leaders yet. And then there's like these unprecedented um, changes in the world. We have the massive inflation and this, you know, war in, uh, in Europe, yeah. uh, very unprecedented. Um, and, and China still struggling with, uh, with the pandemic and everything. So, Everything, everything, everything is in turmoil, you know. And so, how are we supposed to lead going forward? At the moment, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. So, admitting that's we don't know. Mm. No, that's all we can do at the moment. Admitting and being like, hey, but together, as a team, as a company, let's figure it out. It's mm. you know. No one has the answers at the moment. And, and trying to come away from that, hey, I'm the big boss, I'm, I'm the leader, I'm supposed to know. And then you have that stress. And then you're like, you end up being very, very unhappy and probably in burnout if you're trying to figure out what's going on when you don't know what's going on because nobody knows what's going on. So yeah, let's face yeah. it. So we don't, we don't know what's going to happen. So leadership 3.0 is accepting that we don't know what's going to happen mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and, and being able to also communicate that. In in a, in a in a right way, yeah. And um and also going forward, we have to think about where is leadership going next. You know what's happening with tech. All of a sudden, there's going to be, you know, metaverse, mm. web 3.0. What does it mean to us? What does it mean to our company? Does anyone know anything about it? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, how are we supposed to lead when people are in virtual reality and 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 doing things there? So, sure. you know, that's where leadership is going at the moment. So yeah. We have to remake leadership. We are at that mm. you know spot right now, and we haven't really evolved yet. Mm. Um, so that's very exciting for me, actually being able to do this and, and work with clients where it's like, hey, let's 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 face this you know challenge together. And also, sure. there's so many opportunities. You know, 
it's a struggle at the moment, but like, you know, some wise person has sometimes said, you know, there's always an opportunity in the struggle. So, <laughs> you know, and I like to, I, I like to, you know, think that um, this spring, for example, it was, um, um, I'm being very honest, it was uh, very tough, you know, for me as well, because uh, first it was like celebrations in January. Hey, it's no longer, you know, we don't have pandemics. We don't have sure. all these like uh, restrictions anymore. We don't have to wear masks and all of that, you know, that liberation. And then you have about a month of that, you know, like, yeah, yeah. things are going to finally start working out and people are going back to the office and everything. And then there's the war. You know, and being in Finland, we were right next door to Russia, as probably most people who know geography know. Uh, we have <laughs> yeah. a, a very long border with Russia. So, um, and working with Finnish clients and Nordic clients, everything just stopped. Wow. For a few weeks. You know, and instead of being like, oh my God, I, I don't know, I, I can't do this anymore. You have to be agile. You have to be resilient. And mm. I know you like to talk about resilience. You have to be resilient. Um, and I figured out I'm actually, I'm so resilient. You know, I realized that there's an opportunity even in this. You know, mm -hmm. it's an opportunity for me to create. Mm. Let's look at this whole thing. You know, let's look at all my offerings, everything that I do, my consulting, sure. my coaching. Let's look at it differently. You know, who, who should I work with next? what are the markets where I could be working yeah yeah where can I expand mm. if they're not buying this right now what am I going to do next yeah, what is yeah. the, the next big thing that people mm. actually want to uh, learn and and what do they need right now so I'm constantly thinking what do people need right now what does mm. the world need right now what what do my clients need right now so you know, that's, that's an opportunity always to, you know, to also grow as a leader, even if it seems like, oh, my God, we don't know what the hell is going, on, going to happen next. Thank you for sharing that, Maria. And, uh, mm. and I think for demonstrating how you walk your talk as well, because I love the fact that there's all of this uncertainty going on. And going back to what you said about that the heart of magnetic communication what it means to be a leader is the focus not being on yourself because it could be very easy and i'm sure we've all had those days I, i've had them where you just think this is tough and you know temptation to beat yourself up and yet i love the fact that you were able to circle back and say okay what do my clients need what what are what does the world need? What, what, are, what are the opportunities? How can I serve people differently? So focusing on others, right? It's, hey, what, what can I do here? Which then brings you back to the, uh, the ability to communicate from a, a much deeper and richer and, and purposeful level, mm -hmm. right? And, and, and I'm just, we may have touched on this already, but when you speak to clients and uh, people are reaching out to, to you, what do you say, why is it absolutely important that people take on board this skill of, of magnetic communication? What, what's the value? Because some people could just say, listen, you know, what we do works. And I, I just prefer to tell, you know, people what to do and, 
and our, our presentations that they work but why why should leaders engage with a more magnetic way of communicating it's the same as you know what's the value of communication you know um i know many many companies still um are thinking that you know we just you know communications is advertising you know that's enough you just buy advertising space and we do some marketing and maybe social media and that's it when the world doesn't really work like that anymore you know if you want to make an impact and actually be a part of like actually have people care about your brand have people actually care about your products and what you do and 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 and, and you um we know that there's so much you know there's so much happening at the moment something like you know how many tens of thousands of messages that we see every day wow. like tens of thousands of messages and if you're trying to think that hey if i just uh, advertise or do a bit of marketing that's enough you know mm -hmm. people are going to remember my advertising i mean how many advertisements have you seen today and how many do you remember or you might see uh, a really nice advert but then people ask you and i always do this with my clients i say do you remember who was advertising and they're like oh it was a car it was a really nice advert though you know there's <laughs> But it was the car. <laughs> but do you remember which make, which brand? And I like, mm, have no idea. So, you know, communication and the value of communication is it's it's always human to human. And we as humans, we like to follow other humans. <laughs> we like to connect with with real people. So the value in magnetic communication is that. Um, you can't really, going forward, you can't really lead a team and you can't really be successful unless you learn the power of communication and you learn to communicate in a way that people want to follow you and they actually want to care about you. Mm -hmm. Or, um, I think it was Richard Branson who said that the uh, communication is the most valuable leadership skill you should you could have. So essentially, communication is leadership. Wow. And that's why it's essential that you learn it. And you're as good as you know, you 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 excel in it. That's yeah. I, I believe strongly that you know you are as good as good as your communication as yeah. a company, and you're as successful um, as, as your, your communication is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and we, we all think when we think of some of the great leaders, I think what you're saying absolutely rings true. The, the words that they have communicated, well, the words they've communicated verbally, what they've communicated verbally and non-verbally has been incredibly yeah. powerful uh, as well. Who, you just mentioned Richard Branson. Who, when it comes to communication, who are some of your go-to exemplars of communication? Just give us your your top three. If, yeah. If I if I can squeeze that out. Um, it's interesting. May I ask this from you? Who do you sure. think are the, um, the the communicators? Like, if you'd like to follow someone, or if you think someone is influential or magnetic, uh, magnetic leader, who who would you say? Now, this is a test. 
<laughs> sure, I know. There we go. Wow. This is abuse. You didn't see that one coming, did you? Now? Well, there's there's an absolute classic for me, which is Martin Luther King, right? He he comes on several levels. The uh, the the I have a dream speech. So the speech itself and 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 what he communicated there, but but the life that he lived and, and what that communicated and the inspiring people to overcome adversity through love. Um, so all of that for me, that's a, a massive uh, exemplar. The, who else comes to, there are so many actually, so I'm, I'm trying to filter out some of my top three. Whether you, and, and this is regardless of your um, spiritual persuasion, faith persuasion, mm -hmm. uh, religion or not, Jesus uh, for me was an incredible uh, communicator, uh, influencer, um, uh, a real heart and authenticity, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. power. So uh, he's someone else that comes to mind. And then, oh, that's, uh, I'm, if I were to stop at a third, then probably, um, yeah, Nelson Mandela uh, comes to mind as, as a third for me. So again, not just what he communicated mm. verbally, but, but also just what his life communicated and his leadership. So those are three um mother Teresa too is someone mm. someone else uh, so mm. yeah there's um yeah th those are some of mine yeah so there's a pattern there you know <laughs> these are all you know people who who know who they are <laughs> mm. they have mm. the inner voice come out the, the inner voice comes mm. becomes an external voice um so you know Ooh, that's um, wow wow yeah, yeah the inner voice becomes an external voice yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so there's a pattern. Um, I ask this question because um, I've done hundreds and thousands of coachings and I always ask this question. And um, this, this is exactly like, I, I like your answers because they are like the next level already. But most people always say, um, regardless of where they are, whether they are in the US or the UK or Finland or Sweden or whatever, the most commonly named people are Michelle Obama and Barack Obama wherever you go sure yeah yeah and um and now these people that you mentioned martin luther king um jesus mother Teresa, all of those uh what's wh what do these people have in common mm. they're all amazing storytellers mm -hmm. they know how to magnetize their audience and where does that come from it's where you have that inner voice a bigger purpose mm. and you have the courage to bring it bring it up and and let it become your external voice and tell stories and really connect with people what these people are amazing at is the connection you always feel like you are the, the only person that they're speaking to <laughs> mm. yeah wow well yeah that's uh 
you, you're giving a masterclass here, Mario. It's uh, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> incredible. Uh, thank you for sharing that. I, I want to, just as we begin to wrap up, I, to, there was something you shared earlier on about, hey, some of your own um, successes, failures. What have, what has your, I'll, I'll wrap this into one and you can uh, unpack it as you do. What, what have your successes and failures taught you that you've really built into your work now as a executive um, mm. communications coach? Um, I think I think one of the the biggest ones is um, be honest mm. about who you are. Mm. And make sure that you're not living someone else's dream or someone else's dream life. Um, and also one that is very important, like when you when you're honest with yourself and you you know who you are, then also communicate it. You know, people mm. are not mind readers mm. mostly. So <laughs> you know, uh, as funny as it is, you know, I i come from the background of communication but i have been so crap at communicating who i was and this is going back to my first story which was you know that you know having the burnout and realizing oh my god i'm doing all the wrong things why am i unhappy oh i'm not even good you know there must be something i'm good at <laughs> you know? mm. and uh, and when i really you know when i circled those words and i realized you know go oh my god i actually i'm going to be a coach i'm going to be really good at it um then, you know, it could have stopped at that. Of course, I have to communicate it to people. And I went to my boss at that time and I said to her, uh, you know, um, I want to change my role. And she was like, oh, okay, what? And I said, um, I'm going to start doing this coaching and I'm, I'm going to create my own model and that's what I'm going to do. And she was like, okay, why haven't you told us this before? And I'm like, because I didn't even know that's what I wanted to do. Because oh, yeah. oh, I wasn't honest with myself. And I know I have to be because I was oh. so unhappy. Mm. And uh, so she was like, oh, go ahead and do it. A brilliant, you know, a brilliant answer, obviously. Um, so I did. And I did that for, for a bit. And then I, you know, um, I set up my own company and started doing for, for, for myself and for my clients. Yeah. But, you know, so that's just, uh, you know, um, some advice to your mm. listeners and viewers that's, you know, when you find that inner voice and when you are honest with yourself, then make sure that you also communicate it, Yeah. Uh, you know, because people don't necessarily know and they don't know where you want to go and what your dream life is and how you want to live unless you express it. Mm. Yeah, so that's, um, I think, one of the biggest um the, the biggest advice that I can give. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, and that's, yeah. that is incredibly powerful. And, and you've covered some amazing messages here that, that when our outer voice is aligned to our inner voice, I think that's really when the magic happens and, and the magnetism in the communication, having a bigger purpose, having the courage to tell the story and then being honest about who you are and communicating it. Um, yeah as effectively as, as possible. I would love to end with this question. And... <laughs> oh my God, it was coming. I know you're like, what is this? What is this? It's one of my favorite questions to end with. So, um, and, and you may have touched on it already, mm -hmm. but 
you've been on an incredible journey, right? From stage to journalism, to comms agency, to consulting, to doing what you really love, what you're good at, what you um, uh, just expressing yourself authentically. And if you could chat with your younger self, the younger Mario, and, and as you are about to go on this journey, what, what one piece of advice would you give to that younger version of, of you? about how to make the most of yeah. this life journey that we're on. Well, it's exactly the, the, the same thing. Like, um, be honest mm. with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, don't follow someone else's dreams. Mm. Uh, make sure that your dreams are your dreams. Mm-hmm. And don't do not do the things that you expect people want you to do. Mm. You know, if you don't like, you know, managing people, then don't become a manager. You know, but you have to be honest, you know, if someone else else says you have to become a manager because that's the next step for you in your career and you're like, but I hate it, (laughs) you know, don't become a manager, do something else. And, you know, I had to learn it the the, the hard way. Sure. But of course, most lessons that we have in life (laughs) have to come. (laughs) You know, unfortunately, that's how it is. Yeah. But, you know, so... Just be prepared for that, you know, that, that sometimes it's never too late to change direction. Never, ever, ever. It, whatever age you are, you can still become the next gen leader. For example, if you want to be a magnetic leader, if you want to be the next generation leader who 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 is um, not driven by their egos, but, you know, by the, the speaking from their hearts and leading from their hearts, um, that's next generation leadership. That's what the world needs at the moment. So if you want to become that then even if you're 70, you can be the next generation leader. It's not about the age. So stop worrying too much about, you know, uh, how things are supposed to be and just start being, you know, it's about being, start being and stop doing so much. Mm. Just concentrate on being. Mm. Amazing, 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 Mario. It has been fantastic having you on the show. And to all our listeners and viewers, uh, sometimes I say, I hope you enjoyed that. You better have enjoyed that. I mean, that's been some incredible insights uh, for you, for sure. And, and I was taking loads of notes too. So really excited. Uh, we will put details in for how people can connect with you in the show notes. And a final message from me, remember that if you want to be a courageous and resilient leader, if you want to live life on purpose and with purpose, then it starts from the inside out. Have a great day and see you on the next show. And Mario, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you.